All right. Hey, everyone, welcome today to another episode of the Be a Better Marketer podcast. Uh, today, I've got an amazing guest I'm super excited to have here, Mr. Sean Clark. So welcome, Sean. Hey, everybody. Nice to be here. <laughs> so, so Sean is the technology king. He's, he's currently the CEO and co-founder of High, High Level, which is the number one white label marketing platform for agencies. And guys, it's, it's what we use to power Genie Rocket and has really just propelled and transformed our business. So thank you, Sean. Um, amazing, amazing tool. Happy to do it. Uh, he works with more than 20,000 agency owners worldwide. Is that number still accurate? It is. About 20,000? Awesome. Um, he also founded, operated, and sold a cool tech company called Invoice Sherpa that he might tell us a little bit more about later. Um, and you're, you're a software developer by trade. That's right. That is awesome. So guys, his business, like I mentioned earlier, is the operating system. You've heard me talk a lot about Genie Rocket. Um, we're an agency and I've always loved technology and I've really just propelled and um, just made big moves with, with the stuff that Sean's done over at high level. So he's helped us to go from one-off projects to build an amazing recurring revenue model. And that's his passion is he loves to see agencies create recurring revenue and solve problems. And I just, I love that that is, is your mission and passion because I'm living, living proof of, of seeing it in full impact and just continuing to ride that wave. So thank you, Sean, uh, for what you do. Absolutely. What done. Very cool. I'm happy, happy to be part of it. Awesome. Well, t tell us a little bit more about just your, yourself and, and your business. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, CEO, uh, co-founder of High Level, um, you know, we are really impassioned to kind of change the world. Um, and, you know, the way we figured this out is originally we really wanted to help small businesses be successful. And what we didn't understand at the time when we first got started was really a great small business has a amazing marketing agency behind them. And if you really want to help the small business, what you need to do is actually help the agency. And so that's really the mission. Once we, once we figured that secret out, we really committed ourselves to only focusing on helping agencies because we knew that if we could empower agencies with technology and they could actually empower their customers with technology. And then, you know, very quickly, we, we also learned that a lot of times people uh, on the small business side will misconstrue where the value is coming from, right? So they'll think that the value is coming from software Whereas in reality, software is just a tool. It's like a hammer or a saw. And without a really talented individual behind it, you know, you're not going to get a lot out of it. And so fundamentally, what we ran into was all of these examples where the agencies would get hired, they bring technology in, they would, inf they would infuse their, their, uh, their knowledge and their experience into the software and they'd get it going. And then all of a sudden, the customer would wake up, they'd look at the two different bills and they'd say, oh, I'll take the cheaper bill, which is always the software bill, and I'll fire the agency because clearly the software is doing all the work. And, you know, we really felt like that was such a terrible outcome, not only for the agency, but also for the small business, because fundamentally it was inaccurate, right? It was just, it was just, a, it was like a fantasy. And so, you know, we determined early on, hey, look, we're going to let agencies white label it because we really want them to, because we want the customer at the end of the day to see both the technology and the service coming from the same person. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it eventually, you know, gave rise to also, you know, it's funny, I, I take no credit for any of these ideas. We really learned them all from our customers. But, you know, we eventually realized, you know, the big opportunity is also for the agency to then become the recurring revenue, you know, person behind the software. So instead of just an agency providing services, the agency also needs to charge for the software. And so it, it allows for agencies to scale, add additional revenue. It's just a whole different business model. And it's been exciting to watch. Yeah, that's incredible. 
I love your story. You talked about um, when you were doing your invoice Sherpa, which is the, the invoicing software business. Yeah. There was, there was one conversation that you had um, with an agency owner that really, ch I think, like changed your whole perspective. Um, and I, I'd yeah. love to share that story. Yeah, actually, that was with High Level. And so, um, you know, originally when we first started selling High Level, it was myself and my original co-founder, who's still a very much co-founder today, uh, Varun, who's our CTO. And he and I, being software engineers, sort of learned from the Invoice Sherpa business that every small business wants more customers. And so as software engineers, we sort of try to apply ourselves to fixing that problem, right? And, you know, to every man with a hammer, or to, to a man with a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. Um, the, the saying goes, and for us, our hammer is software, software engineering. And so we're just sort of hammering away on building more code and more features. And I happen to have a bunch of clients from Invoice Sherpa and we were selling high level sort of 1.0 into that customer base. But very quickly, we were watching the cancellations sort of pile up and we thought, oh my gosh. And you know, when we talked to customers, they wouldn't say, well, the product is terrible or it's missing features or something that we could sort of act on. They sort of said, well, it's amazing, but we just don't have time to figure it out or learn it. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so terrible. Like, what, what are we going to do? And, you know, we could have done a lot of things at the time, but lucky for us, we got a, we got a phone call from a marketing agency and that marketing agency wanted to get on the phone with us. And I remember thinking, gosh, this person doesn't even pay me. It's like, they're not even a customer. Like, why am I wasting my time? But, you know, I got on the phone with that person and, you know, they not only understood the product, they also helped us learn a lot about what we were missing. And then they bought it for like all 80 of their agency clients, right? And then very quickly thereafter, they introduced us to 13 other agencies and they really, really brought us around in this idea of like, oh wait, you know, there's this hidden world kind of behind the scenes of all these really amazing marketing agencies really powering a lot of the success of these small businesses. And, you know, eventually that person actually became our third co-founder uh, and his name is Robin. Um, and so fundamentally it was just an awesome journey and a really cool kind of random outcome in the, in the world and but we wouldn't be here without it yeah i love that you know it's funny because we we all tend to run into our own mistakes so we we kind of did the same thing of you know just trying to sell it as as software and now we've come full circle we actually have what we call rocket fuel retreats we have a client in here right now they fly in they spend the whole day with us and we we shoot their videos we build their funnel we write their emails we set them up and we've been we've been booking those and seeing the power of like it's the technology that al allows us to move at that speed and we kind of make it that um, invisible tech, which is which is a neat thing. Totally, for, absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the business, uh, there's a guy out there. Uh, his name is Mike Cooch, and I love the way he talks about it. He says, you know, he tries to say, you know, you want services that scale is what he calls it. You know, and he says, you know, at one end you've got technology, right, tools, and you don't want to be a tools player because that's just you competing against a million zillion software companies. But on the other end, you got just pure bespoke service. And you don't want to be that either, right? Because it's expensive and it doesn't scale well. So if you meet in the middle, right? If you have technology enabled services that scale up really, really well, all of a sudden you can get to 100 or 200 clients and you're not losing people left and right. You're not having to hire a big staff. You just, you don't have all that turnover and you have this beautiful recurring revenue stream and your customers are paying a price that honestly they can't get anywhere else. And so it's like this nice, beautiful middle harmony and it allows agencies to be much more scalable, much more profitable. Yeah, I love that. And I think that the the time spent up front to really get, get set up, get trained, set up the automations is the most well-spent time for the agency or the person setting it up because then you get the, <laughs> totally. the autopilot. So you're not having to fix mistakes as they show up. <laughs> totally. I love your onboarding process. I think that's phenomenal. Like if everybody did that, I think we would never have anybody unhappy with the system or anybody who didn't understand something because 
yeah, it is about it, it, it. But I love how you're doing it. You're doing it like in concert with your customer, right? You're like saying, listen, this is what we do. This is what you do. Let's all sit down. We'll train you on all those things. Let's get you set up right. But then we're also not just letting you go. We're going to be continuing to do all these things for you that you, you know, honestly shouldn't be doing for yourself, even if you could, right? It's like, that's the fun thing about this is like the math is super easy. I always think like the dentist is a great example. Like if you sat down in the dental chair and you're getting, you're about to get your filling and the dentist is like, Hey, I've been learning about funnels and I've been learning about Google ads and Facebook ads and conversion. All right, let's drill your teeth. Like you'd be like, wait a second. Are you a little out of practice on that? Right? Like yeah. you wouldn't want to hear that. You want to hear the dentist say like, they've been nerfing out about dental stuff. Right. But do they need the marketing stuff? Absolutely. And that's where there's this like beautiful natural split between the, the practitioner of the, in the small business and the marketing agency on the outside, helping that small business be successful. Yeah, I love that. After listening to you, I started to use that language too, because we'd have people in here um, and be like, you know what? I don't want you to be a great marketer. I want you to be a great roofer. I want you to be a great fill in the blank because, totally. because then you get to focus on your customer and being the absolute best at what you do. And you're not having to share that time of you know, learning marketing. And I, totally. I made the mistake early on of creating a bunch of training videos and trying to teach people you know, how to build funnels, how to do this. And I'm like, you probably shouldn't oh be gosh. doing this. <laughs> let, let us do yeah, it for you totally. so you can, you can be the experts <laughs> on your field. Well, and I think, you know, when you're outside of a business like that, you know, you also don't have an appreciation for how hard it is to be them, right? Like, you know, being a roofer is a lot harder, I think, than most people give it credit for. I mean, I, I will tell you, I, ha I once had a roof installed and that thing leaked a, t a time and time again. And they had to come back like six, seven times, mm. you know, clearly not, not an easy thing to do, right? And so fundamentally... I think that's the other piece of it. It's like you really, if they don't focus on their craft, let's say you do an amazing job marketing or they even do amazing job marketing, drive a bunch of people in and do a crappy job. That's just a bunch of bad Google reviews for you coming up that's and that's going to tank your whole company. And so Ooh. fundamentally, it's just such a wise thing for them and for you to split that. So I think that's smart that you do it that way. Yeah, that's good. So those of you listening, um, if you are business owners, entrepreneurs, I think that's important to understand too. What Sean's saying here is, you know, for your craft, it's important to outsource the stuff that you should not be the experts in. That's not a sales pitch for us, but you should outsource the things that you don't do day to day. And you should really focus on making, doing the, the absolute best work and having the happiest customers and the rest of it's a lot easier than if you put a big spotlight on crappy work <laughs> because it's all going to come around to bite you. It, it's true. Well, and I think that, you know, there's a lot of other places where this is more well accepted. And I think we need to change this. Like, very few people will say, oh, you know, doing my own bookkeeping is a wise idea or doing my own taxes or doing my own accounting, right? Like these are like, uh, well, of course I wouldn't do that. I don't know the tax laws and all this. And there's this sort of appreciation for the fact that there's this ever-changing thing called taxes that every year, you know, you're going you're gonna to utilize somebody external uh, because they're going to know more than you and they're going to keep you from making really bad mistakes, right? But, you know, what's ironic about that is that's figuring out how much you owe, you know, the state government or the federal government or or your licensing bureaus, that kind of thing. And yet on the marketing side, the thing that's supposed to drive your business and grow it and get you more money, there's sort of this idea that like, oh, it's no big deal. It's not like, it's not this ever changing thing. And yet you just got to look around like Facebook and TikTok and, you know, Twitter and all of this, it's this ever changing thing. And then even within the, the various uh, platforms, you got to realize the thing that worked last year isn't going to work this year. It's not going to work in six months. It's going to need evolution. And it's kind of like, you know, I always think about it like the cheap attorney versus the expensive attorney, right? So like mm -hmm. the cheap attorney, you're like, oh, they're so much cheaper. Well, it's because you're paying them to learn, right? They probably haven't done this before or haven't done it that many times. What you're really getting with the expensive attorney is 
they're just literally reaching into their desk, pulling out the agreement that's battle tested, that's been you know through the courts a hundred times and they know works. And yeah, you're gonna pay a little more of a premium for it, but you're gonna get exactly to the win that you're looking for. And that's what a great marketing agency can do. They can take a playbook that they know is gonna work for you, just put it in place, turnkey it, and you're off to the races. It's a very inexpensive investment if you think about the opposite, which is growing slowly, getting passed by your competition, like not staying current with the changes in the market. I mean, it's just a very cheap investment. I think a lot of small businesses and startups especially tend to overlook it. And I think that's a real big mistake for them early on. Yeah, man, I couldn't agree more. I love, I love to hear you say that. You think about the, the traditional time it takes to set up all the tech and go through all the strategy and all the meetings and all the checks and all the, the decisions to make. Totally. And by the time that you're out there in the marketplace, it's like, how much time did we spend? How much money did we spend? And how much money did we lose by not having this out <laughs> sooner where we could have been? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, right? I mean, come on. It's crazy. Yeah, it is it is crazy. So, man, there. I feel like every time I, or every week, there's an amazing new feature of High Level that we get excited about and open and use and teach our clients on. So I'm curious, out of all the new updates and releases, what what is Sean's favorite? What's your favorite feature of High Level? Gosh, well this this quarter, um, I would say my two most the two most exciting are social media posting, um, which not only is out and being expanded, but we're really allowing people to start creating libraries of content that they can pre schedule out for you know as long out as you want and make it super scalable again. So being able as an agency to put it like, let's say you have a lot of plumbers that you work with, you can create one pack for plumbers, spread it across all your plumbing accounts, because fundamentally the plumbing Facebook, you know, posts and Twitter posts and all that do not have to be like great works of art. What they have to be is consistent and professional and look good. So really helping agencies scale out their social media posting services. And then the other big thing is upcoming is, is the blogging that will get released this quarter. So the ability to go in, your clients can blog, you can blog, all of that stuff gives them yet another feature that they all need. They all should be doing this. They can put it on their existing website. They can put it on a high level website. doesn't matter. Um, and just really, again, continuing to pack the tools in. Oh, and also recurring invoices. As weird as that sounds, because it's just an enhancement, something that I think is really big. Um, oh, and in, I'm sorry, invoicing coming to mobile as well, because we've got obviously a lot of folks that are mobile. So really trying to continue to round out the platform to be kind of that all-in-one solution for small business. But again, through the through the agency, right? Really having that agency being there to help them deploy. So um, there's probably 20 other big enhancements that are coming that I could mention, but those are the ones that I think are really stand out because they're either big new features or things that I think will pack a lot of extra value into the system as it stands today. Yeah, I love that. So you've got a lot of favorites. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, so the fun of what we get to do, right? Like that's my like that's my hammer. That's what I love to to swing. And fundamentally, I like to I like to help people, and I love to help small businesses and agencies. And I think that we're doing something. We call it becoming a SaaSpreneur, right? We really think about our mission as helping agencies become de facto software as a service companies because we feel like that's actually the right delivery mechanism to the market, right? So today you have to realize every software company out there tries to just go right at the small business. And really they're making the statement like, don't worry, you don't need any help, just buy the darn tool, right? And how many people have bought a tool or many tools um, and ended up with really with nothing, with something that was basically a de facto you know, Excel sheet or something like a basic CRM that they fundamentally just couldn't make do anything. And I think that's where most software companies have come down because they would say, well, that's how we get to this big market, right? But for us, you know, we realized early on, gosh, no, if you really want to help the small business, you got to help the agency because 
that's how, how you're going to help that small business. And so I'm just excited because I know it's, it's, it's working on mass. It's helping so many small businesses. I mean, I love the agency number. My favorite number is the small business number. It's 500,000 small businesses, right? And I love that we're helping that many people. And I love that it's, it, it, and it's not just that we're selling something to them. We're actually seeing them become successful mm. versus many, many, many other software companies. They don't, they don't really track the success of the customer. They're just there to sell a tool and they don't really care whether you use it or you, they just care they keep paying for it. Um, and that's just not our attitude. Yeah. Uh, I love that. That's great. I'm super excited about uh, blogging too. I think that, that, that's, what I know me too. Me too. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like one of those things, right? Like everybody should be blogging and whether you do it yourself or you, you use your agency for it, like it's just another tool people are going to buy no matter what might as well have it again, come from the agency. Yeah, no, that's great. I love that. One of my favorite things I'm doing right now, um, that's, that's a challenge, but it's really fun. I'm working with a big company that has 65 full-time salespeople and I'm converting them all Ooh. into high level. And yeah, so I get a big task, but we're, we're automating, we're training, we're creating the pipelines and they are loving it. Just being able to click the call, drag and drop. Um, so I can't wait to put, put a stamp on that because that's, a, that's a, a big one to have. And they're planning on doing a, have 100 full-time salespeople by the end of this year, but all, all using Holy the dialogue, all doing uh, 100% on high level and that kind of being their main operating system. So we've been consulting and working with them for, gosh, like six months, but seeing their whole business move <laughs> over that as their main kind of operating system has been an incredible challenge in a good way, but it's been cool to adopt almost every feature <laughs> that you guys have into helping... That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we'll, and we'll continue to, I mean, this is the fun part about like working with somebody like you. It's like, you know, I love the big features and they're super exciting and they make the the press, you know, but it's really all those small enhancements that make things, you know, so much better, right? Like even days where like we make the system 10% faster, it's like hard to put that in a video, but at the same time, like if you use the system day to day, super impactful, right? If you have hundred salespeople, they'll notice because they're clocking a couple more calls every day and that just adds up to more sales. So I really like the fact also as a platform, we're, we're really getting into those places where, you know, we're enhancing those existing features and just going deeper with them, right? Being able to provide more value. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, most of these companies, Sean, like other SaaS companies, they kind of have a, a central focus product, like either a funnel mm -hmm. or email marketing or your, your just text. And where, where do you feel like, I love the all-in-one solution. How do you, when you meet an agency, what is the best way that you describe the power of high level? <laughs> yeah. So this is like, we, well, we, well, you know, we always call it the tools play. So like when I talk to an agency, like I really, I'm excited. Like I want to say like, Hey, you need to become a SaaSpreneur and you need to become a SaaS company and all this. And you know, they're like, what, huh? And then, you know, like doesn't make sense to them. Right. So we always say, you know, Hey, are you currently using Zapier? Are you buying six or seven different tools? And, you know, putting them all together and really every agency owner that really speaks to them. So, you know, we, we say, Hey, look, you know, use high level, replace all the tools you're currently using, put them in one spot. And that's sort of like number one, right? If we get you there, at least we know we're saving you. We're like worth it just in the cost savings alone. Right. And then once we get you there and you start serving your clients and you get your clients in, then we can start teaching about being a SaaSpreneur and saying, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if you could make revenue off of this? You know, wouldn't it be cool if you had this sort of recurring monthly uh, software revenue flow, which, you know, if you ever go to sell your business, I'll tell you, you get a much higher valuation on, on recurring revenue than, you know, and, and consistent software based recurring revenue than service revenue, like that kind of thing. It's a longer education path, but in the long term, I think that's kind of how we, we tend to make the sale. 
Yeah, I love that. That's good. So where do you see, I'd love to hear your vision of the, the future of, of high level as you guys keep adding on features and, and uh, different things, where do you see, you know, high level in the next few years going? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's, I mean, I, I, maybe it sounds, it probably sounds super boring, but like, I just love what we're doing. Right. So like we're, we have a path in my mind to serve every small business on the planet. And even if you like pull that back a little bit and you like a little more realistic, like I know my market, my market's, you know, let's just say it's North America, like Canada, the United States, like I'm certain we could serve almost every small business in that market. And I love that. And that's like the mission, like my mission is, but not, but not directly, right? Like not, not by calling them up and selling to, because we don't sell the small business, we only sell the agency. So to me, it's like, first, we need to get to every single agency out there. And, you know, it's crazy to think, but we're not even close. I think, you know, at most we're at 10% or something, right? But there's a lot more. And then from there, it's really about then saying, all right, all right, everybody, let's go get them. Like, let's make sure we give you every possible feature so that you can get every possible customer that you walk across or run across or calls you or whatever. And so our mission is just like, how do we continue to equip agencies with every tool they need so that when they walk in the door of any customer, they're making them a sale, but they're also as importantly, making the software sale because that's going to create stickiness. That's going to lower churn rates. That's going to create revenue opportunities. Like that's really going to drive their growth. So for me, my mission is like, I want to win that game, right? That's where we're going. Mm, that is so good. It's like Christmas every day for agencies with high level. <laughs> I know. I was excited. I got to do three release videos today. I was pumped. Oh my gosh, that is so fun. So, so is your the next question you kind of answered, I think. But like, where do you see the future of agencies going? Agencies have been around for a long time. There's been a bunch of different models. Where totally. where's the future of that? Oh my gosh, this is. I mean, this is the most exciting time to be an agency, in my opinion, because I've worked with agencies like uh, the one, the one person in their bedroom or in the basement, all the way up to people who have hundreds of employees, multiple locations, multiple states. It's still the fundamentally the same game, right? There's not a lot of leverage in the business because it tends to be a very people centric, like people heavy service, you know, heavy operation. But this is where we bring in software and we're like, all right, you now become sort of this dual revenue stream company. Like you keep the services, right? You can, you can, you can keep them as they are. You can modify them. You can do lots of things with them. That's cool. But more importantly, you add this, the technology piece, right? That is how you become sort of unstoppable because it's, it's really fun to watch. Like the, the best agencies who deliver this model, like you walk in the door and it's like, no matter who your competition is, like if you have another agency, you're like, well, that's cool. But do they have the software? And they're like, oh no, oh, oh, just won the sale, right? Or if you walk in and they're like, oh, well, we have software. You're like, oh, that's funny. Does it work? Like I talked to a guy last week, um, we had our SaaSpreneur event and he's like, oh, how do I compete with these attorneys who have like this existing product? And I'm like, well, just ask, like, how's that product working for them? And he's like, oh, I did. And I said, well, what did they say? They said, well, yeah, it's not actually doing anything. And I said, that's exactly right because it's missing you, right? So when you're going to come in, you're like, hey, I don't know what that other product is. What I know is I have both. I have the end solution that you're looking for, right? So boom, you blow the software vendors out of the way. So as a result, I'm seeing the best agencies just be literally unstoppable in the face of any competition. And that to me is super exciting. Boom, man, that is powerful. I love that. I love your vision for high level and for the agency owner. That makes me really excited. And I think, again, just a great time. I agree to be, to be an agency. I've been an agency owner for over a decade and had you know up to fifteen full time people to just one, and and seen those swings. And there you go. The 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 problem you're solving here with this is absolutely huge because I've been using every CRM under the sun trying to resell it or use it, and this this one just 
just hits. So I love, I love your vision and I'm experiencing the vision. So I'm excited to keep riding that way. Good. I'm so excited to hear that, 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 that thrills me to no end. Yeah. I just cannot wait. And it, and it's such a huge market. That's the other fun thing, right? Like, you know, you can have a phenomenal business and so can 10,000 other people. And it's like a hundred thousand other people. It's like such a massive market. And then the other cool thing about it that I love is that, you know, in, if you do an amazing job, if you have an amazing business, that just means you're like, you're giving amazing results to people who are small businesses in your community or across the world. And so like no one loses in this equation. Um, it's just, it's pretty phenomenal to watch. Um, it's a kind of a win, win, win. So those are very hard to find in life. So it's neat when they, when they happen. Yeah, man, I love it. That's awesome. For those of you that are like, what the heck is uh, Genie Rocket and High Level? Because Sean and I just kind of jumped in here, kind of nerding out on some stuff. Um, so, so it is a software as a service, a SaaS, and it is a true like business in a box from texting and emailing and automating and building funnels. As a matter of fact, we stopped building WordPress websites and we make everyone do their website inside of this tool because it is so much better and more amazing and you don't have plugins to update. So you can literally run like entire business operations of, of calling, texting, funnels, emails, connecting your ad accounts, seeing results. It's uh, it's all in one. I was going to say, this is why I never I never go with the feature set because everyone's like, what features does it have? And I'm like, do you, do you got a couple hours? Like, I mean, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a long, long list and, you know, and it gets, it gets longer daily. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, that's, uh, that's but that's just that, you know, it's the fun. I, I love it, but I, you know, most people's eyes glaze over. Right. So I'm always just like, well, just think about what you currently have and imagine yeah. you can put it in one spot that, that generally works. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's it. And, and I guess when you go the other way too, and I found this to be a problem is, you know, people are like, well, I don't, what if I don't need that feature or use that? Right. So it's not like, well, you're totally, you, you're not going to use everything. I guarantee you. You're not going to use that. Totally. Everything. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. But if, right? you, if you really, yeah, I mean, really, I, I, oh, oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, but if you focus on like the problem, like, hey, what problem are we trying to solve? That it's like, yes. You know what? That, just consider there's a, there's a solution in our toolbox. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Well, and it all depends like who you are, right? So like, if you're the small business, like find a great agency, right? But if you're an agency, like I always say, like pick one thing that you understand really well and replace that first. Um, but you know, it's ironic because you know, like uh, we have missed call text back in the, in the app, right? So customer calls, you don't pick up the phone, which by the way, most small business owners miss phone calls daily. Yep. We text them back. And you have an opportunity to save the lead and, you know, even automatic, automatically book an appointment. But that one feature right there, like if every, if all you do as an agency is say like, I'm the missed call text back agency, you, you would kill it because all, most businesses I always think like, well, how I always ask like, how many customers would you need to get for your average plumber, dentist, lawyer, whatever to, to be worth three or 400 bucks a month. Right. And the answer is really like one. Yeah. <laughs> so that one feature can get more than one customer for almost any business in the United States today in Canada. And so you could build an entire business off that one thing, right? So it just shows like how easy it is, in my opinion, for agencies to come in and add some tech without having to deal with all of it and create tremendous amounts of value. So just an easy example as an agency where, you know, you can come in and do something amazing for a business very inexpensively and they're going to love you for it. And right there, you can justify your existence to that. Man, that is so good. That's powerful. So Sean, every time I, I hear you talk or see you on video, you always have great energy, incredible positivity, great <laughs> attitude. So I, I'd, I'd love to hear, you know, either like your morning routine or something that you do to kind of inspire other entrepreneurs here. Like what, what is your secret sauce to keep you motivated and, um, just yeah. 
So I would say like, I, you know, I've heard a lot of really crazy things. I'm a software engineer, so I don't really ascribe to a lot of mumbo jumbo, but I'm, I, I really feed off the energy of the people that I serve. So like, I feel like if I get up and I'm able to deliver something that helps someone that day and I can see the positive impact to me, that's what gets me excited. Like that's what makes me enthusiastic and makes me want to keep pushing harder and really what motivates. And it's not just me, by the way. I mean, we have like, we have over 200 team members now. And so like we have a big crew and I would say all of them are united by that vision, like really trying to help people and are inspired to see the stories. And, you know, some is like, I just left my job. I'm so excited. I finally did my agency full time. Right. And there's like those stories, those are awesome. But then there's other stories like we just hit 300 customers. I can't believe it. It's amazing. Right. Like these types of stories personally for me, that's like what gets me up in the morning. It's what makes me drive hard. It's like why I do what I do. Um, but yeah, no crazy morning routines, no secret diets, no, like, you know, none of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Just motivated by the, the pure mission of, of seeing people get results from what you do every day. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I really got into software. I got into software early on because I saw the power of software to change the real world. And I'm still very much in love with it from that same angle. Um, and, but I understand that, you know, the difference between me, like somebody who's super techie and that end user who could truly benefit from that. There's a, there's a big chasm there. Right. And that's where agencies are so killer in filling that gap and really being that secret sauce behind um, every small business success. And so I just know that they're the right people to support and the right people to work for, because that's how truly at the end of the day, the small business owner can win. Mm, that's great. I love that. Okay. So there's always the debate on texting versus emailing, right? Like is email dead or is email dying? <laughs> there's a debate. Or maybe not a debate, but the the question, right? Like I know the question I always no, get no, I, is... that, I was being sarcastic. Yeah, no, I I totally think there is. I mean, I, I mean, I, again, I think that the like the reality is is like every channel is super important. We all still read email, so clearly email must be important. Um, I think it's about timing, right? So like, I think texting is really good for um, either new leads that are coming in off of offers. So like, time is of the essence when a new lead comes in. Like if there's a great study out there, um, if you go look it up. They, they, they measured time to response on a lead and anything outside of five minutes or less. And I bet you money that this is actually shorter now because that study is like 10 years old. But, you know, the reality is I would say like you've got two minutes or less to get back to me. And if you don't, I've, I've lost track of who you are. You're starting to fade from my mind, that kind of thing. So that's where I think texting is absolutely key. I also think it's great for things like, hey, this, you know, our webinar is about to start or, you know, like live events, things like that, um, where I would be cautious is like things that you might feel like are like super exciting, but maybe somebody isn't like, you know, Hey, we just, you know, we just added this new product to our thing or new service offering or something. Like, I know that's exciting for you, but that might not be exciting for me. And so be careful on the texting because what you're getting right is you're like, you're getting right to my pocket. You're getting my immediate attention, but you also have to respect it. So I think that's where texting is super important. And then everything else, I think email is super important, right? And I even think even with a new lead, you should double down. Like I'm, I'm a big multi-channel fan. I'm like, text them, email them, call them, like boom, 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 boom. Get to them no matter how you can. But email, I think it's great for especially staying top of mind, right? So like somehow you and I have a connection. I, you may be a current customer. You may not yet be a customer, but you know what I want? I want to remind you that I'm the expert at what it is that I do. So I'm going to continue to drip on you at a reasonable interval so that you don't hit the unsubscribe link. But at the same time, you don't forget about me, right? You just remember when you do need that life insurance or you are ready to buy a house or, you know, you are ready to whatever, 
you know, you'll, you'll remember me. Uh, and hopefully I'm smart. You know, hopefully in my emails, I'm not just saying, Hey, remember me? I sell life insurance. Like hopefully I'm educating you, right? I'm giving you knowledge that doesn't directly relate to my product or my service, mm. but it's just establishing me as an expert in the field. Yep. I love that. It's kind of like the, the Gary Vaynerchuk jab, jab, jab right hook, like give all those jabs first of value before oh. going for the, the right hook of an offer. It's like, Hey, I'm going to give this to you. I'm going to show you value. I'm going to show you value. And then finally, after you've filled up the value tank, <laughs> then you can come in with, with an offer. Totally, right. I mean, I, I think that the, I, I, I always think of that sort of as the long game. And I think most people don't like to play the long game because they just feel like they should be able to jump to the end. But I think there's like this, this bridge of trust is kind of how I think about it. Like, you know, you don't know the person and you don't trust them. And so if you can just straight out come and give them something for free with no strings attached, that's not salesy, right? That they can learn something from like that to me isn't, is as much about building trust as it is about giving value. Um, and I think that's kind of how you ultimately make great sales and honestly establish great relationships that it go off into the future that allow you to get recommendations and get referrals and get reviews, all of the things that you can get even after the purchase occurs um, on that ongoing relationship with that customer. Yeah, I love that. That's good. That's really good. So what do you think, Sean, on the the role of the agency versus the business owner? Like, let's say there's a there's a contractor and they're on the system. Do you ever feel like there's a few tools that they need to master or should master? Or do you feel like that's kind of the role of the agency yeah. is, is more invisible tech? I mean, it, it depends. So like, I mean, in general, I would... I would make sure that they log in to do something because I think sort of reminding them that it's technology enabled and that there's tech there and having them interact with it is important because it, it creates that concrete, visceral, sort of tangible connection, right? And, and also there's just invariably scenarios where the agency doesn't know and shouldn't know, actually. This is where it goes the other way, right? So this is where it's like, you know, how much does it cost to roof my house, right? The agency doesn't know that. <laughs> and shouldn't know that. And that's not what the agency should be good at, but the contractor should rock that question. Right. Um, so fundamentally that's like where conversations, I think is super important. Like I was going to pick one spot to train a customer. It'd be conversations all day long because that's where I would say to them, Hey, listen, people are going to ask stuff that we have no idea how to answer. You need to jump in and answer those questions. Cause that's how you close sales. Mm. Right. Yeah. And honestly, that's how you provide value. Like, you know, I mean, every single service out there, unless it's very routine, you know, fundamentally needs expertise. Even the routine services provide and have sub-level expertise. So conversations, I think is really key. And again, you know, it, it depends on the situation. If you have salespeople, the CRM is going to be really important, right? Being able to make phone calls out of the system is going to be very important. But um, so I think a lot of the manual tasks are really important for customers. It's the automation, it's the building of stuff, that's where I think most business owners should stay away, where agencies should hide those features and just sort of say, you know, look, when it comes to a specific question, you, you know, and we don't jump in. Otherwise, stay out yeah. <laughs> and just kind of draw the line that way. That's good. Yep. That's really good. It's funny. So we just brought on a full-time salesperson, uh, first time we have in a while. And what's neat is they went from zero of, of not, not being on the system and knowing the system to the same day, making over like 40 calls in the in the power <laughs> dialer and just knocking it out and, and it was it was it was cool because before that they said i would never have done a power dialer or you know made calls this way um but for him it was so easy just to run an automation get people in a power dialer and just 
go through high quality calls while making notes and the amount that he got done in a short amount of time was was pretty impressive and pretty amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. That's super awesome. Yeah. See, I mean that, and that's the idea, right? And as a, as an agency owner, sculpting the system to best benefit your client, show features they need, hide features they don't. Like that's the idea. It's like focusing on it and, and yet having all the power of the tools behind the scenes as an agency owner to really help perfect the, your craft and do the thing that you need <clears throat> to do for your customer. And again, it's that kind of cool partnering with your customer to achieve the same outcome without overwhelming them, but and but without the same time limiting you as an agency uh, in, in the tools that you need to be successful. Yep, that's great. Okay, Sean, two final questions for you before we let you go. Yeah, ready. Uh, okay, so question number one is what books or podcasts are you currently listening to? reading that's a terrible question for me um because not many i would say the only time i listen to anything is like when i'm on an airplane and even then yeah. these days they have wi-fi so like i'm i'm like listening and like facebook messaging or something right but um but i would say you know like I, i'm just a big fan of of trying to stay abreast of macro trends like um i, I like to listen to marketplace uh it's a podcast um uh and i i would like to i, I think it's just trying to understand kind of the general movements of the economy is important because then all the marketing flows from a lot of that. Um, and so I think it just understanding sentiment around different things, right? Cause you'll get different things that pop up like NFTs and then you got to figure out like, is that a thing? Is that like real? Is that just flash in the pan? You know, how is that going to help, help or hurt marketers, right? Like really sort of understanding of that. Um, so for me, that's kind of the, the, the only podcast or information source I, I yeah. read maybe outside of Google news. Yeah, yep, that's great. I love it. Very focused. Okay, so this is kind of a, a cliche one, but I still think it's super fun to ask. If you were to travel back to yourself 20 years ago, what would you tell Sean Clark from 20 years ago based on what you oh, know gosh. now? How old would I be? Oh, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, go out on your own sooner. Um, you know, uh, don't be don't be afraid to fail. Like, um, you know, have have more self-confidence in your ability to eventually overcome. And I, I mean that by, in the sense that who knows, you know, you never know if you're going to win or lose. And, and I got to tell you, I got my share, good share of losing in my life. And, and, but I would say it's the, it's the persistence that overcomes and and the sooner you start, the better you're going to do. And so I would just say, you know, go, I, I would say I was very hesitant at that age to go out on my own. And I thought that there was like a bunch of secrets out in the world that only older, wiser people could teach me. And it wasn't until later I realized that was all just a bunch of nonsense. So my advice is, you know, like, don't get caught up in that. Just get out there, start swinging, be okay to lose, you know, have a low, have a low threshold lifestyle that doesn't have a lot of bills. And so you have a lot of margin of safety, but, you know, get out there and get going the sooner the better. I love it. That's great. So I think for all entrepreneurs listening, whether you're into marketing or not, I think there's a huge lesson there from, from Sean, just about, you know, going after it. Don't be afraid to pursue your dream. We like to say, uh, don't take notes, take action. You know, you can spend a lifetime of just listening and reading and thinking and pondering and wondering, or you can actually get out there and jump on the playing field. And like Sean said, start swinging. And the only time you're going to get results Absolutely. is when you start swinging. You're not going to get results from a, a whiteboard full of ideas or a notebook full of ideas. <laughs> before you start taking action. That's on true. This. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Sean, 
it is a pleasure having you on this podcast. Thank you for uh, investing your time here with with me and the listeners. Um, of course. I, I love seeing everything you guys are doing. And if you guys want to know more about um, what High Level is and how it works, obviously, um, we're, we're an agency that uses High Level. So you can go to GenieRocket.com and we can start a conversation. Um, and then, Sean, if they want to know any more about you or just kind of follow you, what would be a good good way that they could connect with you? You know, it's funny. I mean, you can obviously Facebook message me and all that stuff, but I mean, I, I'm a big fan of our YouTube channel because I think it's a great representation of who we are. Like not only do we get to show off like features and all that, and that's cool, but we also get to show off our, our customers and, you know, people who we feel like are influential in the space. So we get to share a lot of expertise from other people. Um, and I think that's who we are. We're, we're very much about sharing. And so I, I like the YouTube channel. I think it's a really great representation of, of what we do and who we are. Incredible. So guys, check out uh, High Level on YouTube. Go check out Genie Rocket if you're curious about the tool, because we're the agency, like Sean was saying, that can help you actually get set up and rocket fuel on the tool and make some magic happen. Um, Sean, it was a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye.